0: When I think of May, for me, it's the unofficial kickoff of summer. Now, however, as a mom and a small business owner, while I love summer, it can feel overwhelming uh, because I know that my whole fucking routine is going to shift. in my mind simplify or simple feels like a bad word but it's not because the one thing i've learned in life in these 41 years is that a lot of solves for our problems are simple they're just not easy all right style nation oh we are back with another episode it's still officially the podcast that has no name even though it does have a name um so just as a reminder, if you think you have an amazing new name for the podcast, don't forget, I am still in the middle of figuring out what this rebrand looks like for the Just Realized brand. And I'm really, really ready to go all the way the fucking on style, identity, transformation, and what that really means for us in this day and age, and how we can use it to feel amazing and live our best lives. So yeah, Um, send me your names if you have any ideas for me on what we should rename the podcast. I actually got a really good um, message from someone that was like, a word off from something my husband and I have been thinking about on one of our fun talks by the fire pit ideating. I always have my best talks or ideas either in the shower or at the fire pit, usually because I'm drinking a little bourbon on ice at the fire pit. Anyways, we're back. It's episode 162. It's May. I'm super pumped. Um full honesty, I had a whole nother fucking episode that I was releasing today and I realized it was May, which was funny because I was starting to have these other feelings and ideas about what this week was going to be anyway. And so it's actually all makes a ton of sense. So this is your May style blueprint. I'm just breathing fresh energy into our monthly roundup episodes. And like I said, just going all in on the style identity transformation game that is now this podcast. So the last two episodes, and I mean, like, holy shit, this is my third solo episode in a row. I haven't done this many solo episodes back to back in a long time. I do have some fun guests coming up that I will talk about in a second. But speaking of the last episodes, back-to-back-to-back, they've all been around identity, what that means, how to reclaim your identity, then how does it translate into your style because ultimately it's self-expression. And I've really been talking a lot about my style quiz. So if you haven't signed up and downloaded this style quiz to discover who your style icon is, then you absolutely should. It's a fun, super easy 10 question quiz that's all based on personality preferences. And then it ties you back to your style archetype. And now the fun is, and I'm gonna let you have to figure this part out by yourself unless you DM me, is that you will have one main icon, but your true icon is really a mixture of two, if not three. So I encourage you to take the quiz. And because I love you so much, I Put all the style tips in. I left them all in. It's the same exact quiz that I use with my clients. So when I say that you're a mixture, have fun with this, play with this, see what comes up for you and how you can express yourself based on the style tips for each icon. Go to the website and download it. Katie backslash style dash hyphen, whatever that is for you. Quiz. So katiejustdialed.com backslash style hyphen quiz. And you can get the free quiz with all the tips. It's like 60 plus tips, probably, because each one has maybe 15 or so different style tips for each icon. Anyways, super pumped about that. I actually shared a story in my email last week about tapping in fully to my style identity. And so my hair is naturally wavy. And if you've been playing this game with me for a while, um, you've seen probably multiple, multiple hairstyles on Instagram or wherever we hang out. And my natural waves aren't like my super comfort zone. I love them on vacation. I love them for certain moods, but it's not like my daily go-to. It's just not... I want it to be sometimes, but it's just not. One main reason before anyone asks me about naturally curly hair is curly hair is a lot of fuck and work. It's a lot of work. And that's one of my blocks that I have when it comes to style. And people tell me this all the time around getting dressed. It's a lot of work. Well, for me, like staying polished and keeping that look is important, right? It's part of my style identity. So when I wear my hair curly, I just don't always feel like my best self. So I shared in this email this whole thing about how I wash my hair, I wore it curly. It was cute. I'm not complaining. It was cute. I'm totally loving on myself. But I just kind of was off all day. And at first I thought it was because my closet was getting uh, gutted, (laughs) which is like my safe space. And then the next day, and you know, it was a fine day. It just wasn't my best day. It was like, meh. So then the next day I go and I wash my hair and I straighten it like I do. And I literally pull it back in a ponytail after I spent the 15 minutes fucking straighten it. And I got dressed and I was like, ah, there it is. And it just clicked for me. My style identity is polished, casual, with a pop of glam, of course, or a pop of drama, if you will. I like my casualness to be in my clothes and my shoes. Yeah, I wear heels sometimes. I'm really loving my pink Sam Edelman um, sandals that I've been posting on Instagram. But a fashion sneaker is my go-to, my absolute go-to. And I love a casual look. And you guys know, like I love a solid t-shirt. I love my ripped jeans. I love all that shit. But I also like the polishedness too. And for me, my polish really comes out in a sleek hairdo in my makeup. So if my hair isn't sleek and my outfit is casual and so is my hair, I'm just not getting enough polish. I just don't feel put together. And that was just such a big aha for me. It can be that one little thing. And that's the beautiful part about style is it's art, it's creativity, it's ever flowing, it's ever changing. And it's all about staying curious and just experimenting. So just by like doing that and then just noticing how I felt and just paying attention to myself and paying attention to my preferences and literally knowing that I'm worthy of caring about my preferences and taking care of my body and grooming my body, I had this major aha moment. And now I have really honed in, super honed in on what's that super- easy five minute style for me that makes me feel like me all day was that super easy five minute style signature dress code uniform insert whatever word feels good for you that's hitting on my style identity that makes me feel like a hundred fucking bucks so that was a long-winded story um to continue on to why you need to go download my style icon quiz (laughs) Anyways, let's talk about May. It's May 2nd. I can't believe it. So it's still Taurus season, but Gemini season is creeping up on us. And that's a special time in my house because King Chloe is a Gemini and her birthday feels like it's so far after everybody else's. And she literally counts down the days. Now, mind you, her birthday is May 31st. So she still has quite some time, but it's May and it's her birthday month. So I'm super excited for May and I feel like all the new energy is coming into the podcast and my goal is to launch the new podcast name and all of that sometime this month. So this is really getting close to one of the last times that you can let me know what you think about this um, identity transformation that the podcast is going through. So please reach out and let me know like all the things that we're talking about going forward, it's still going to be a lot of the same thing. I'm still here for all the mindset shit. Because 10 out of 10 times when we're talking style, we ain't talking style. (laughs) Okay, we're talking about, well, we're not talking about clothes. We're talking about all the fucking stories we tell ourselves. And I love that. So I'm still here for all the limiting beliefs. I'm still here for the self-worth conversations. I just feel more clear on what those conversations are and what buckets I really want to focus on. And for me, it's identity, the self-worth, and the limiting beliefs that we have around all of those things kind of mixed together. And so, of course, I'm just going to own this passion for style that I think can really transform our lives and is the missing tool in your self-love toolbox. And just bring it home and just share more and more and more. Because at the end of the day, I really want to make this fun for you. I want to make this easy for you and quick because we can save so much time and create so much more positive energy when we're tapping into ourselves like this and when we are dressing for how we want to feel every day. So for me, who's coming up on the pod? I have some really fucking exciting guests. So one person that's coming up on the pod for me is actually a repeat guest, Erin Miller. She has a podcast. You might know her. You might love her. You definitely should. She's one of my favorite people. She has a podcast called Same Boat Huddle. She is a mom coach and mentor, certified counselor. She has some really fun shit we talk about in the podcast. I brought her on to ask her all about the limiting blocks and the pain points that a lot of my clients are experiencing. And I asked her for her take on how to approach those and like how we can move past those blocks because we're always learning, we're always growing, and everybody's slightly different, right? So I have her on to talk about that. Then a new thing that I'm doing with My signature styling clients is Enneagram readings. So I'm right in the middle of working out something to bring this into the business. This is all part of the um, up level and change around here is really going deep into that identity. And you guys know I love human design. I love, well, I just love personality quizzes in general, but I've had a human design people on the podcast before. I've never had someone who um, does Enneagram typing. So if you're obsessed with Enneagram, I'm bringing my girl Erin, another Erin. It's the month of Erin's. Onto the podcast to do, to talk about Enneagram and how we use it. But we're not going to record it until after she does my typing this week. So it's going to be super juicy. And we're going to talk about how we can use that to establish our identity, which in turn reclaim our style identity. So I'm really, really excited for that. So make sure you stay tuned for May. That being said, when I think about the month of May, for me, I see unofficial kickoff to summer. Sorry about that. Um, I was eating almonds (laughs) before I recorded, and there must have been like a piece of almond stuck somewhere, and I like inhaled it in my throat. So what I was saying was, when I think of May, I think of the unofficial kickoff of summer, right? So like I said, Chloe's birthday is at the end of the month that little girl definitely is the biggest um, energy in our house, hands down. That's why we call her King Chloe. And with her birthday being at the end of May, sometimes it lines up with Memorial Day like it does this year. So for us, like it's that complete transition out of our winter birthdays into the summer birthdays, and it feels good. And if you know one thing about me, you know I Fucking love the summer. So I am a beach girl. I grew up on the beach. I grew up on the water. Both my grandparents literally live walking distance out—not like out straight out their backyard. Like I had to make a right and then walk another hundred feet. But on the beach, and that was just my whole life. Like I was sitting in the car this morning and I was listening to some planes going over, and that sound literally makes me think of the beach of like growing up in Virginia Beach being on the water when all the planes would drive by with like the Eat at Joe sign or whatever, rent the banana boat, and just that, smell sunscreen, all the vibes. So when I think of May, for me, it's the unofficial kickoff of summer. Now, however, as a mom and a small business owner, while I love summer, it can feel overwhelming uh, because I know that my whole fucking routine is going to shift and my kids are going to be home and i'm going to have to figure out like how do how does this business run again with everybody being home and it's really funny um because i feel like this is a collective energy that's probably coming up now my kids don't get out till june but i know in the states depending on where you are it varies and some kids get out in may and i had two client calls yesterday and both of them used the word overwhelm on the phone with me and in to be completely honest, that is the first time that's, well, maybe it's the first time I noticed because I live in a constant state of overwhelm. It's the first time I really noticed people reflecting the word overwhelm back to me. And they were like, this just, it feels overwhelming. It feels overwhelming. And I was like, oh, thank you so much for that feedback. I had never really thought about that. And it's just so happened that later that day, I had a um, conference call with my style coach. So, I'm um, in a style training program and learning so, 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 so much. And I have an amazing coach, right? She is amazing, and she just gets it. And we were really talking about this idea around simplifying, and I was like, oh my God, that's it. Like, that's the intention for me. That's part of the message that I want to share in the podcast when I talk about really going deep into style on this podcast and what that means for me. It's about simplifying. It's about taking the overwhelm out of this. I didn't realize that it feels really overwhelming to some people when you think about style, but that makes a lot of sense because uh, food feels really overwhelming to me because it's just not the thing that comes at me. But what I learned is that, and we all struggle with this, and this is a self worth issue, right? Or a self worth thing. I don't want to say issue is because style comes easy to me, if you ask me a question and I feel like the answer is simple, then I'm going to bombard you with fucking information because I don't feel like it's valuable enough. And I think that was really reflected back to me this week um, by a couple of clients is sometimes we just need someone to say, go add the chicken to your salad, Katie. (laughs) Like, that's what I need someone to say. When I'm like, how do I create a balanced plate? And they're like, add the protein. And I'm like, ah, got it. But okay, what's protein? Like, I need you to tell me specifically. And the same goes for style. Like, someone doesn't want me to say, um, some people do, but not everybody, is, you know, do this one or two things right? I don't need to tell them, do these two things. Here's the fashion psychology behind it. Here's the reason why. Also, that belt was made by this designer and these are their values and this is their sustainability policy and blah, 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 blah. Now, actually, I'm not that bad, but I can be and I can go there with you if you want to go. Anyways, the point of sharing all that was that I just had this aha moment around uh, the word simplify and because in my mind, simplify or simple feels like a bad word, but it's not. Because the one thing I've learned in life in these 41 years is that a lot of solves for our problems are simple, they're just not easy for us. And that kicks into the things that I'm lo- loving to talk about it's our identity, our core beliefs, and our um, self value or worth, and how that's all wrapped up together. So that's why those two things are slightly different so something could be simple but not easy. So anyways, for May, we're going to keep it super simple, right? So May, my style mantra and goal is really around simplify. And uh, this is so perfect, right? I'm literally living off of my clothing rack right now. My closet doesn't exist and I'm I have my clothes in everyone else's closet and I want to be completely honest with you, it's the most fucking refreshing thing in my life. I literally have this rack. I am wearing the same two pairs of pants, the two dresses, and probably two tops. And I'm rotating the living shit fuck out of them (laughs) because that's what I'm working with. And there's a couple of other things on there. Don't get me wrong. But they're core pieces that I keep going to and switching between. And I'm learning that lesson so thoroughly that less is more. And it's funny how this theme of overwhelm has popped up in my life. So... May intention is all around simplify. So the mantra, quote, inspiration that I'm giving you is if you like it, wear it. Okay. When you go to get dressed in the morning, if you like it, wear it. But that also means Give yourself permission to wear the things you do like. Don't put on the sweatpants just because it's sweatpants. If there's a shirt there that you like, then freaking wear it. And wear it because you like it. And don't question whether it's in trend or it's all these things. If you like it, there's a reason that you like it. And you should absolutely wear it. Now, I said the word sweatpants. And I want to follow up the if you like it, wear it with my new sword that I'm dying on comfortable doesn't equal frumpy. I'm going to say that one more time. Comfortable doesn't equal frumpy. Those two things are not mutually exclusive. And to be really honest with you, I hate the word frumpy. It sounds extremely rude to me, but I do think that it has the shock value to make someone stop and listen. So, I'm a big fan of, if you like it, you wear it, period. But comfortable doesn't equal frumpy. So when you go in in the morning, and we're going to go through some easy steps, because I do actually have some like actual actionable steps that you can take. I just want you to keep in mind that comfortable doesn't equal frumpy. And I am a really, really good example of that. My personal style is not i don't think over the top when it comes to like wearing high heels and really tight clothes and things like that i love a good pair of jeans i love a good um what are these things called chambray shirt i'm like looking down cuz this is literally what i'm recording in and i took a picture so i can share it with you on how you create a really easy outfit and still feel comfortable but yet put together the number one thing the number one thing that people ask me about was like, Well, how do I look pulled together? How do I look polished? You know, how do I look put it all together? That's it. So, I wanted to give you guys three easy tips to not overwhelm you with like seven that I could come up with. We're just going to start with three. If you want more, DM me, Katie. Allen stylist on insta or shoot me an email kitty katie at katiejuststyle.com but for today's episode we're just going to go over three easy tips to look pulled together for the month of may as we lean into simplify and then i'm going to share with you three summer trends that i'm really loving and why you should love them too and what you don't see is me holding up the number three every single time i say that Sometimes I forget that this isn't video. So let's talk about just three super easy ways to feel pulled together. Number one, grooming. And when I say grooming, take that however you want, but I'm gonna focus on hair and makeup. We can create the best fucking outfit ever, but I think we need to also like come up with our five minute hair or makeup routine. So earlier when I was talking about curly hair, the reason I don't prefer to wear my hair curly is because I feel like it has too much maintenance throughout the week. If I wash my hair on Sunday night, let it air dry, wake up Monday morning, I'll spend 15 minutes flat ironing it and making it straight. I have straight hair for the entire week. Sometimes I'll wear it down on the first couple of days. And then as the week goes, you have been seeing my slick back, um, rocking my ponytail, slick back like iced tea. Thank you, Megan the Stallion, for that quote. And that's my go-to all week. It literally takes me less than five minutes. My makeup and hair routine in the morning take me 15 minutes total. And I time it every morning. I walk into the bathroom and like, Alexis set a 15-minute timer because I got shit to do. Okay. So I, you know, I have big dreams and big kids that need stuff. I got shit to do. So that's one of my preferences on it. So like, come up with that for you. What is that super easy thing for you that you can lean into your hair or your makeup and then makeup? Let's, let's get this down really, really tight. Okay. A little bit of foundation. I have oily skin. So I use NYX, um, matte wear, pro matte long wear on my face. Literally, I get a kabuki brush, I brush it over, I got my flat palette. Well, I mean, I do, that is what I do for my face, but I do do a little bit more when it comes to that highlight and I will throw on some highlighter and blush, but that literally takes me two seconds. But if we're going super simple, we can do just a little bit of foundation or powder, some lipstick and some mascara, and you are literally good to go. You can do all of that in five to 10 minutes. Now you might be thinking, Katie, you just had a five or 10 minutes onto my schedule, but I'm going to save you five to 10, probably more minutes than that with your style and getting dressed. Then we're going to get so fucking empowered and feel so goddamn amazing in the clothes that we're making. You're going to do everything else faster throughout the rest of your day. So if I can save you five or 10 minutes getting dressed, even though if I'm giving you now this five minute routine on looking put together... At the end of the year, you probably would have accumulated at least five extra minutes a day feeling amazing. And when we feel amazing, like everything is easier because we're focused better. Um, We problem solve better. We can move through things a lot faster because we have so much more confidence. Five minutes a day, I believe, is 30 hours at the end of the year. That's a whole extra day to do something for yourself. So we can take these five minutes to groom ourselves to feel polished so that was step number one to um be looking pulled together number two key accessories if i can give you one key accessory on how to look pulled together it is going to be belt and it's actually the one accessory that no one ever has when i talk to them If you are looking for one key accessory to add, especially as we head into spring and summer, and we're not gonna be wearing jackets, which are great for layering, and maybe you're not a hat person, get a belt. Belts make every outfit look that much more pulled together. They work really well on almost every single body shape because they create the waistline for you. And they break your outfit up into thirds, and it just creates so much more symmetry on your body. So, definitely wear the belt. That is your key accessory. Now, if you're like, I can't wear belts, it doesn't really work that good with my body shape. You know, I'm trying to um, hide my stomach, I'm not really comfortable with it. I don't care how many times you tell me to wear a belt. The other thing that I really like to do. For like the apple body shape or the rhubarb body shape, if you feel like you don't have a defined waist, so adding a belt only makes your waist look bigger, do a French tuck on your shirt. And if you don't know a French tuck, and I don't verbally explain this well, go to Pinterest, go to Google, and literally type in French tuck for my shirt. It's when you just tuck in one part of the shirt in the front. So you'll see the picture that I'm going to post um, sometime this week with the outfit that I have on that inspired this whole podcast. I have a chambray shirt on, and it's a version of the French tuck. So You can, I have it tucked in on the side, but you can tuck it in in the middle and it creates a diagonal shape. And that always, always works. And diagonal lines are amazing on everybody's shape. So three easy ways to fail pulled together. Number one is create a super simple five minute makeup or hair routine. Number two, Pick your one key accessory. We're going to start with one key accessory. I'm going to vote for belt, but you can pick earrings. And you can't say shoes because shoes is number three. I put shoes on a di- different category because good shoes are good shoes. Good shoes make or break the outfit, but good shoes make or break you. You're, your feet are important. They are special. They deserve to feel good. If you invest in, I would rather you invest in shoes over clothes because I think shoes are so, so important. And they take more wear and tear than almost any other part part of your body, right? So that to me is the other really, really easy way to create a pull together look is the signature shoe. So you guys know I love a good fashion sneaker. I just posted in my stories, well, my client actually posted in her stories some of the fashion sneakers that we just got. Um, a lot of my clients like these actually birdies. They have some really cute colors uh, right now. Um, they're perfect to wear with dresses, long maxis, shorts in the summer. So they're perfect timing, perfect timing as we head into the summer. And the other thing I think that's really hot right now for shoes is platform sandals. So I got a pair from Free People. They're amazing. And the reason I like platform sandals is because they remind me the closest thing to tennis shoes, right? So it has the even all the way around the bottom for the arch or the wedge with you know the platform has there's a lot like wedges right so you might have a heel but you also have the other part of the shoe supporting your toe box and the ball of your foot and Sam Edelman is one of my favorite brands for platform sandals and just for sandals in general so create that 5 minute makeup and hair routine get a belt or a really funky pair of earrings or whatever that signature accessory is going to be for you. And a vest in the shoes, because the shoes are going to be so important for you for your comfortability, which we talked about. Comfort- com- uh, I can't even talk. Comfortable doesn't equal frumpy. Get you a cute pair of shoes that are comfortable. And that's three easy ways to like, pull together all the time. Now, really quickly, Cause I know it feels like I'm droning on and on. And I said that May was all about simplicity and simplifying our style routine. I just wanted to share three really quick summer trends that will be coming up. And like I said, May is the unofficial season of summer to me, the unofficial kickoff halter tops. Trend number one for the summer that's super hot that you're going to see everywhere is holter top style tanks and dresses. And let me tell you why you need one because they look amazing. Whether you feel like you have strong upper body or a strong lower body, they work for you. So if you feel like I'm more dominant on my upper body and you might be self-conscious about your shoulders or whatever that is for you, or your shoulders being wide when I say that, The diagonal lines on the halter top will look beautiful and will break up the line, the horizontal line across the shoulders. They're going to look amazing. And we all know that the cutout trend is really, really hot this summer and it's going to continue to be hot. And some of us, like myself, just like, I'm here for it, but I'm really not probably going to do any of the ones that are showing my stomach And I can show my shoulders, right? Like the shoulders always look good. The shoulders are the last thing to go, okay? So we can show our shoulders. So that's one reason I'm loving holter tops. But for my ladies who feel like they have broader shoulders, those diagonal lines will be amazing for you, right? Because it's going to cut the horizontal line of the chest. And that's what styling really is all about, is the lines and the visuals, the other reason that it's amazing what are some of the other body types it's amazing for is my pear-shaped ladies who feel like all of it's in the hips right and we're looking to balance that out maybe we feel like hit the bigger hips smaller chest area halter tops look really good on you too because they draw the eye up so they naturally draw the eye up the diagonal is going to um draw the eye straight up to the face And it balances out the hips. And then you've put on a statement pair of earrings and you've completely balanced out the body shape. So love a good halter. Summer trend number two, which builds on top of that really, is linen. You're going to start seeing the linen shops pop up of all your favorite brands Um, I'm actually just was shopping for a client recently and Express has their linen shop up and I love Express. They're one of my favorite brands. I just think they're a great, you know, mid-tier brand that has really good quality for the money, but they have a really cute linen shop right now. And linen's amazing because it's a really cooling fabric. And I know this summer here is going to be super, super hot. It was like 88 last weekend and I was sitting out back in the baby pool and my bathing suit because that's baby pool weather to me. And by baby pool, I just mean my adult blow up pool on the porch. But linen everything. So linen maxis, linen skirts, linen two pieces, linen cutout dresses, linen shorts. I mean, there's probably some linen halters out there like I was just talking about. That is going to be another big thing that you can look out for while you're simplifying your style this summer to feel really good, easy breezy. Get that linen. Did I mention linen? No, I'm joking. (laughs) And summer trend number three that I think we can really tap into to simplify our wardrobes is just add a pop of color. I think that's the easiest way to dress comfortably and look polished is get that t-shirt that fitted tea that you love or that fitted tank that you love for summer and a lime green or a hot pink. And if you're like, Katie, hell no, I'm not wearing lime green or hot pink. Those two colors are going to be on fire this um, season. I've talked about it. I'm totally buying into it, but there's so many fun ways to incorporate it so we can incorporate it with lipsticks. Of course, when it comes to the hot pinks, you'll see lots of hair accessories, lots of fingernail and toenail polishes, purses different things like that just headbands look for the fun way to add the pop of color it will really brighten up the summer and it's totally appropriate like when else can we truly get away with and feel comfortable wearing bright green and pink and you don't have to do it together i mean separately (laughs) like you can wear them separately you can wear them together So those are my three easy summer trends that I think you guys should really tap into. Hopefully I didn't overwhelm you with the three easy ways to look pulled together and the hot summer trends. So thanks for stopping in. I hope you love this May roundup. I'm really excited about what's to come. And remember that our goal for May is to keep it simple, have fun, and keep it easy. All while looking good and feeling good. I will talk to you ladies soon. And don't forget, it takes just as much energy to put on an outfit that makes you feel like shit as it does to put on one that makes you feel fabulous. So I will talk to you later. Lots of love.